Hi, hello. I hope everyone's having a good day. Um, my voice is a little raspy. It's it's because uh, allergies are destroying us today. Like, you ever have those days if you have allergies? I'm allergic to pollen, by the way. And uh, you just have those days where allergies just absolutely smack you like a train. And there's just nothing you can do about it. I even took medicine. And I still feel terrible. My voice hurts. And... All that good stuff. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about our current diet plan. Um, we were doing a... I did a week update, or not a week update, but I did a current update uh, last week where I did weeks one through four. And then I broke down what I do, what I eat, how to eat, how to make your own diet plan. Um, and everything that I'm doing. So this week, we let's just talk about my weight because my weight is kind of it's not doing what I wanted it to do. And I previously talked about don't really worry about what your weight is on the scale because it could start fucking with you, like your brain. And that's exactly what's happening. My weight hasn't moved that much from. We'll just say about in a full week, it hasn't really moved. So week four, um, I think I talked about how I was 188. So currently on week five, my weight hasn't moved at all. I would say I'm fluctuating, fluctuating between 190 to 187 back to fluctuating between 188 to 186 and it's just kind of jumping in between those three to four numbers where it's like 190 one day 186 one day 188 one day and I'm kind of just sitting in this awkward plateaued phase where my weight's not moving and I've said this before that just because your weight doesn't move doesn't mean that you're not having progress now I'm noticing still right i'm still noticing that we're getting new lines that we weren't getting the week prior so i'm still losing body fat which is great like i can you can see it you know like i have really wide hips because for males and people in general that's where a lot of your fat seems to hold is it it sits in your midsection for men, it, it really sits in your midsection, and since I got a dump truck, it sits in there too, so a lot of my fat is stored around my waistline and in my ass, but just because my weight isn't moving doesn't mean that I'm not losing fat in those areas, like I can see it, and that's why when, you, when you're dieting, you want to you wanna take pictures just for, just for your own, like, progressional state I guess because just because you see yourself through your eyes you see yourself every single day and you might not see what a picture sees you know or you might not see what someone that hasn't seen you see because you see yourself every single day and your eyes are they won't notice those little changes that someone else might notice because they haven't seen you in a while. 
like when you're dieting, right? Or just when you just haven't seen someone in, in, in a really long time and you finally see someone like a friend that you haven't seen and they and they just look at you and they're like, wow, man, like you look great, you know, or wow, you look like you lost weight or they're like something looks different. It's because they see something different that you just don't see in yourself. And that's why pictures are so valuable, you know, because in a picture, the picture and camera angle can catch something that will reflect what you don't see. And then when you take the picture and you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, like I I didn't see that before. Oh, damn, is that what I really look like? And it's really beneficial because you get to like you see your progression. Like when I took my pictures for the very beginning of this diet, I look way different now than I did back then. So I'm 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 holding myself accountable by locking in by taking pictures because if I just if I just say yeah I'm doing this or I'm on a diet but you don't see any any of the changes then you're not dieting correctly and I wouldn't say you're you're wasting time but you're just doing something wrong if you're not seeing change like if you're not seeing changes on a week to week basis like you need to do something cuz clearly something's not working right so for my weight that's how I felt I just felt like my weight hasn't moved in 2 weeks like what am I doing wrong so I'll help I'll help explain what you can do if you feel like your body's plateauing and plateauing means you just you haven't your weight hasn't moved it hasn't dropped or you just it doesn't look like you've made any physical changes so how to beat plateauing is you change up your diet completely only for a week so throwing resets in your diet help out so much because when you start eating cleaner and you start sticking to a routine and a regimen, your body quickly adapts after, I, I think like after like three or four weeks of a diet, it starts to adapt and you need to stay on top of your body's progression because if you just keep doing what you're doing and you hit that plateau point where like nothing's changing, you're essentially wasting time because your body's already caught up to what you're trying to do and it already knows what you're going to do right so like here's an example okay so say we're eating the same things every single day at the exact same times of the day and we, we just don't change anything right so like say you eat eggs oatmeal and water in the morning for three weeks at, at every single day, your body's going to wake up and say, okay, cool, where is my oatmeal and my eggs and water? And then your next meal is chicken and rice. Your body knows that you're going to have chicken and rice. The same portions, the same calories, it knows all of this. Then it goes, oh, he's training at two or three. Okay, cool, I'm already ready for it. Because he's been doing the same thing over and over and over again. I've already adjusted to what I think he's going to do next. So then you reset and you shock your body a little bit. So what, how I did that was this week I shocked my body. 
and I complete I started to lower my carbs a lot and how I lower my carbs a lot the reason why you I started with lowering my carbs is because your carbs is people your body takes it as its as as it could become its main source of energy which is what I don't want because I'm I'm trying to lose fat so what I want my body to do is I want my body to go straight to the fat cells and my stored fat cells and burn that off instead of using the carb sources that I intake as energy right so how I used to do my 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 week four meals was I would have carbs in the morning for my first meal my second meal I would have carbs again and then I would go into my my training with already a hundred plus grams of carbs so I'm using my carb source because I've eaten so many carbs that I've been I'm using my carb source as energy instead of using my fat cells that I already have stored on my body as as, as energy. So what you do for that is you just start taking carbs out of meals. So what I did was I still kept carbs in my meals, but I would only do it at the begin at the uh, I'll do it for my pre-workout and then my post-workout meal. So I'm still using my energy from my carbs, but in a way that after that, since I have no carb cells, or carb cells, sorry, since I have no more carbs coming in after that, my body has to find energy sources throughout the day to keep my metabolism moving and it's not going to use the carb sources because it doesn't have any more it's going to it's going to attack my fat cells and that's what we want and i've noticed a change in my body and i kind of when you when you start dieting a lot you kind of know your body and I kind of know how my body's going to react when I take away certain foods and incorporate certain foods in, in different meals and when I train versus after when I train. So I kind of have a good sense of what will work versus what won't work. And for me, my body responds, responds well to doing cardio right after the gym. So... The benefits of doing cardio right after the gym is when you're working out and your blood sugar is low and your insulin levels is low and your glycogen is low because you're you're exerting all this sugar and carbs and and your energy sources through food that when you do cardio after you weight lift your body is looking for some type of energy source to to exert so it, it it taps into your fat cells which seems to be working perfectly for me because do i really want to be doing cardio right after i just lifted weights for two hours no it's awful it's terrible but i know the benefits of of doing cardio right after the gym 
or right after I weight lift because I know for my body, it taps into my stored fat cells and it burns my stored fat cells as energy to get me through that 20 to 30 minute cardio session of, of high intensity. But I don't do hit. I do like stagnant, long lasting cardio. So like hit is like uh like ten to fifteen minutes, like super super hard. But like long lasting stagnant training is is when you do thirty minutes to forty five minutes to an hour minute to an hour of very long cardio. That's still that keeps your heart rate up, but you don't you don't do like hit intervals you're just doing you just pick one pace and you're sitting at that pace for super super long and 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 if you like doing that then do that but if you want to do hit then you want to do hit but for me I, I like stagnant long training because then I'm able to eat more and I'll talk all about all that like how to how to do cardio better in another in another episode but that's why I like to do cardio right after is because my my blood sugar's low, my insulin's low, my my uh, glucose is low, glycogen low, and and I feel like it just taps into my fat cells. So that's what I've done this week is I just moved my carbs around, and I only have it for two meals this week. So when I started the week off, I was one eighty eight. Right now, I'm about one eighty six. So we've like successfully lost two pounds. Is that a lot? Yes. Is it a lot of fat? I hope so. You know, I'm not a scientist. I I can't, you know, track my fat cells that I lose every week. But I, I hope that it is. And I, I want to lose more weight per week, but I just know that you don't want to lose a crazy amount of weight this quickly into your diet plan of, say, 12 weeks, right? We're only five weeks in. I I lost 10 to 12 pounds already within the first three to four weeks. If I keep losing more, then I know that I'm going to be losing more muscle, which is what I don't want. I want to, I want to lose weight but try to keep muscle on and strength as as much as possible because if i'm if i'm losing weight and i'm losing muscle but i'm so training hard it's just counterproductive you're just you're you're going to injure yourself because your body is exerting so much and it's losing so much but you're still trying to pack on the pounds and the weight and the strength that your body just doesn't have and it it's just counterproductive and it it's you're just wasting your time so that's all the meals part now the part that i don't talk about which is what i'm going to start talking about because it's actually starting to happen to me now is the is not just the physical changes but the mental changes that's happening like i'm starting to notice and when i what i mean by that is when you start dieting and you start restricting yourself from foods that you like and you start to tell yourself no you can't have that no you can't have that no you can't have that and you have people around you that are just living their life eating whatever they want to eat um if you're at a if you're at a company that has company parties or or they you have like breakfasts and they bring food in or 
you have coworkers that go out and get you food or get the get your team food and they're like, Hey, you want anything? And you're like, No, and they bring back the food that they got and you're like, Wow, that felt that smells so fucking good. Like, oh my god, I wish you know, I wish I could have a donut right now or damn, like five guys sounds so good. Five guys is a is a burger spot and and you're just tempted and brought back, brought around all this food that you can't have, and and it starts to play with you mentally because you're, you, it, it it tests your willpower, right? And your willpower is is are you willing to continue to do what you're doing with temptations in front of you? Like the other day, my uh, my manager, she was making um, pan er, waffles, making waffles, right? And uh, I couldn't have any. And it smelled so good. Like, so good. And what, what I do to myself is to, to get all my temptations out. I'll walk up to the, to, sometimes I bring donuts. Sometimes I bring, like, um, sweet bread from a bakery, Krispy Kreme, whatever it may be. She makes waffles sometimes, whatever it may be. I'll go to the box, right? I'll open the box. I'll look at the donut. I'll sniff the donut. <laughs> and then I'll start drinking water and I'll walk away. <laughs> like an absolute psychopath. But to me, in my brain, I still get the sensation of smelling the food, but I drink water to get the my hunger settled down. It's weird. I don't know why I do it, but it, it's helping me to just like, like curve my temptations and stuff. But, oh man, I I would love to have a donut. A donut sounds fantastic right now. So, you're gonna be tempted with all these foods, and your your willpower and your and your discipline kicks in. It's like, how bad do you want to make physical changes in your life? Like how 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 long are you willing to be healthy and, and stay on a strict diet when you're around a whole bunch of people that are just living their lives and they don't know what you're going through because they're they're not in a caloric deficit. They're not making the same changes you're making. They're eating whatever they want. They're having fun with their life. And you're over here like struggling to eat food and you're tired all the time and, and you know, you get irritable too when you get when you're tired and you're in your you're in a caloric deficit which is what i'm going to talk about your irritability level goes through the fucking roof like the shit that normally never pisses you off gets you super fucking irritated right like and i'm noticing it right now like my mental game my like my mental toughness needs to get better because i'm noticing i'm i'm starting to like just just like snap at shit and i'm like and then i i get mad but then i tell myself like why am i getting mad like it, I, this never used to make you mad like f six weeks ago before the diet well why is this pissing you off now you know like uh i was driving and normally I, this doesn't piss me off but someone cut me off and i just got hella mad. Like, i was just screaming i was like you motherfucker and, I, and then i took a step back and I'm like what are you getting mad about they're gonna do it regardless and they just did it and it's over what the fuck are you getting mad about right or I'll snap at a coworker just because he's being a a, a delinquent degenerate poophead 
And then I'm just like, why am I getting mad? I'm wasting my time getting mad at someone that just is just being them, you know? And you, you, you start to notice it more and more. The more you get tired, the less food you eat when you're on like a, when you're on like a, um, this has been happening to me a lot recently too. I'm on like a eating schedule and I'm on like a every two to three hours eating schedule. And what's been happening a couple days, it doesn't happen all the time, but a couple days when we'll, we'll bring in food or some more, we'll go fetch us coffee and get us this and that, um, that they'll bring the food in and it'll be an hour before I can eat. So people, so I'm surrounded by all those food an hour before when I was technically supposed to eat because we're on an eating schedule. And if you've ever been really hungry or you've ever just been hungry and thinking about food, but your hunger hasn't really kicked in yet. And then someone brings in like some food you really want and you look at it and you like, you smell it. You're like, Oh fuck. No, it's happening. Right. And you just get a whiff of that food and then it just triggers your hunger. And then you're sitting here like shit and you're, you're, <laughs> you're, your stomach starts to growl and it's just like, and then you're like, fuck dude, like I'm starting to get hungry, but I have to, I have to wait, I have to eat in another hour. And it's tough, you know, it's tough. Like then it just fucking throws off your whole entire eating schedule. If you eat too early and, but then like, if you try to push through and, and wait, then it's just so hard because you're just watching other people eat or you're surrounded by food that smells really good. And, and there's, it's just shit people don't really talk about when they're dieting, you know? It's just most people talk about, oh, like, eat this, eat that, and in eight weeks, you'll have abs, or in eight weeks, you'll lose 50 pounds, or, or you know, this this and that. But they don't talk about the random mood swings you get. And mood swings like, like you're, like, bipolar, you know? And it's just, like, it's just, it's just mood swings like you, you get really irritable, you're tired, and you can't do anything about it that because like you're just tired because you're in a caloric deficit and you're and you're you're working so hard and you're exerting so much that you just you're putting in but your body's exerting more than you're putting in and you're just it's just going to get you tired and irritable and and that's it's that's part of the game you know like you need to realize that if you're really serious about dieting and dieting the right way you, that you're going to get irritable and, and tired and, and you might lash out at people for no reason. And I've been doing this a while now that I can I can catch my ticks, like what starts to tick me off and like I can feel my blood boil. And when I start to get that, I'll just immediately take myself out of the environment that I'm in that's putting me in this in this really awkward mood or I just shut off and I just won't talk to anybody because if I keep talking to people, then I just know I'm going to say something that's going to, that, that I'm going to regret, or I'm just going to snap for, for no reason, just because I'm in an environment that's really like toxic at the moment. And you also have to realize that it's not, it's not the people's fault. It's just, you're on a diet, you know, like just because you're on a diet doesn't mean that like other other people's lives stop and all their habits stop to accommodate you because you chose to fucking do a diet and other people are just living their lives and doing them 
and you're the one getting mad at the shit that they're doing when they were doing it way before you even started your diet and you were fine. You know, it didn't piss you off, but now that you're on a diet and they do some, some like wacky shit and then it just fucking irks your brain and then you just get irritated and then you just lash out. Like try to, try to find a happy medium in that. And that's, that's what I'm struggling to do now. And I'm going to be open about all my feelings, um, how you can combat those feelings, how you can kind of suppress some thoughts and kind of just get through your day, day-to-day life without like really being affected hard by your mood swings and shit. And I'll, I'll, when I, I, I'll also talk about how you can kind of curb your your cravings because I know cravings is a big thing for people especially if you're new to dieting um and you start to crave like sweets like luckily I'm not a sweet tooth kind of guy like I I enjoy ice cream will I go out of my way to eat ice cream no do I like cake yes I love cake do I want cake no will I go out of my way to eat cake no like, I was talking to someone today. They asked me, you know, like, how's your diet going? I was like, you know, it's going great. Um, getting kind of kind of moody. And they're like, yeah, I can see that. I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. Like, I just, there's nothing I can do about being moody. That's just how it is. And they asked me, they're like, oh, how are your cravings? And I said, I don't have any. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have, I don't crave sweets. Um, I don't like ice cream. I don't like feel the need to eat those things because like I I know at the end of the day that I want to look better and I know if if I have those sweets or I have a cheat meal I know it'll compromise my whole body composition at the moment because like like we said in in the last one right if you eat like a 600 calorie slice of fucking cake I just did cardio the other day I did 30 minutes that was only 390 calories in 30 minutes. I'd have to do a full hour of cardio just to get rid of one little fucking piece of cake. And I don't feel like doing an hour straight of of my interval training that I just did for 30 minutes straight, you know? I, I'm not, I know I'm not willing to do that. And I already know that the only way to burn off a cheat meal is to do cardio and try to hit all the calories that you just took in that meal on that training session. You know, I just don't want to exert that much shit. That's just way too much stuff to do. But if you are the person that has cravings, like I'll talk about it in another episode and I'll, I'll kind of give you tips and tricks on how to suppress your cravings. But just know that there are some healthy alternatives to cravings, right? There's healthy alternatives to cravings if you have a sweet tooth. There's healthy alternatives to suppress your hunger if you're one of those people that you eat a meal and then within 30 minutes you're already hungry because you're not used to the portions yet. There's ways to suppress your hunger, like having a cup of coffee. And if you're not into coffee, then having tea like caffeinated tea or you can even have decaffeinated tea but tea's great because it still gets your body moving and your heart rate going and your metabolism moving 
even when even after you drink tea that's why a lot of people like tea because it's a natural diuretic and when you drink tea like a lot of people drink tea before or after a meal because it helps you poop and that's what and it will curb your hunger and that's what tea's really good for it, it tea's not as good at curbing your hunger as coffee obviously cuz coffee also is a natural uh diuretic but coffee a lot of people get like anxious and stuff and they just can't handle coffee um but yeah we'll talk about that in another episode as well but so that's just my update on week five from me noticing that my weight's not changing and how I can kind of break this little mini plateau and just know that you just have to play around with your meals and just if you need to cut out a carb source for a week that's fine cut out a carb source for a week or just change it a little bit like you can you can always give and take you know you you just and what I mean by give and take is you just take away a certain food and then you give a certain food like me like I took away carbs and I kept my fats the same or vice versa I'll take away my my fats and I'll keep my carbs the same and that's that's in a way it's called carb cycling I'll talk about carb cycling by itself because carb cycling it's such a such a complex topic and it's so vital and so crucial and beneficial that we need to go into full in depth on how to like carb cycle and like the science behind it and why people do it and why it's beneficial and all that stuff so carb cycle um take away fats give away fats like this week i i did i took away fats too also i i always had a a full serving i think it was like two tablespoons of coconut oil i would just eat it and obviously coconut oil comes in like a solid form it's just oil that's stuck together and i'll eat it but this week well, i'd eat it before my meal or before my workout so like i would have like carbs and fats as an energy source but this week i didn't do the coconut oil and i only did the carb source and i felt i didn't feel a difference but i just knew that when I was doing my my training cardio that my body was like skipping over my carbs because I didn't have any carb source to use and take from that I just went to my fat cells and I can feel it because like you can see like yourself getting more vascular and like I was saying before like I just saw like a lot of my fluff that I hold on my midsection was leaving and stuff like that so that's my week five update um We'll we'll see how week six goes. Week six is um, when I think I'm going to take away more carbs and keep my fats. Every Sunday I do my numbers and and I I see how it goes. Um, but yeah, so we'll see we'll see how it goes. Hopefully I I broke this little mini plateau with this with this carb reset and hopefully everything works out so thank you so much for listening um and we'll be back for another one catch you later later